Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and just want to say thank you for joining us today as we continue through the book of Isaiah. Our reading plan is found in the show notes below, and the reading plan, just as it states, it gives you the plan of which, uh, where, what chapters to read in which books at which time for which days, uh, so that we get through the entirety of the Old Testament here in the year of 20. 22. Uh, as we hop into Isaiah chapter 16 through 18, what you're going to see is the title is just called Continued. Um, really, it's verses 12 through, um, excuse me, 13 through 18, uh, not even through 18, really through 21. We're going to see that um, Isaiah is writing a lot of what God is revealing to him about the countries and the nations that surround him and uh, what's going to happen to them and such. So, in verses 16 through 18, we're going to see uh, two new nations um, as well as uh, what's considered these uh, other nations as to what's going to happen to them when it comes to God's judgment, uh, his reign, his rule, his righteousness, all these things uh, that will come upon um, these nations. And so that's why it's just titled, uh, entitled Continued, because it's a continuation of what God has revealed to Isaiah in this. So we're going to see in verse, uh, excuse me, chapter 16, the continuation of Moab, um, where uh, God is going to talk about the continuation of his uh, pronouncement against Moab, what's going to happen to them. And then in chapter 17, verses 1 through 3, you'll see a pronouncement against Damascus. Um, Damascus was a country that was right around 200 or 2000 BC to around 700 BC. Uh, so it was right around the demise of Damascus occurs right around the, the time that Isaiah is actually alive. Uh, and then you're going to see um, these other countries uh, as well as Israel. So we're going to, we're going to kind of skip Israel and then come back to Israel's um, talking about here in verses four through 11. But then it says against these other nations, uh, they're not named. It's just, uh, it could be smaller nations or just smaller people groups, people that aren't part of a fortified nation. Uh, they could be villagers. You, you really don't know there. Uh, but judgment against these other nations. And then in chapter 18 is all about the nation of Cush. And so what, those are the, the three main countries, well, as the other nations that we're going to see here. But I want to hop back into chapter 17 and look at verses 4 through 11 because this is the judgment against Israel. And it's very interesting. I'm going to read it for us. If you haven't done so, once again, always pause and read the scripture before you hop in here. But I'm going to read verses 4 through 11 for us. And Isaiah writes this. He says, On that day, the splendor of Jacob will fade, and his healthy body will become emaciated. It will be as if a reaper had gathered standing grain, his arm harvesting the heads of grain, and as if one had gleaned heads of grain in the valley of Rephium. Only gleanings will be left in Israel. As if an olive tree had been beating, two or three olives at the very top of the tree, four or five if it's fruitful branches, this is the declaration of the Lord, the God of Israel. On that day, people will look to their maker and will turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars they made with their hands or to the asherahs or to the shrines they made with their fingers. On that day, their strong cities will be like the abandoned woods and mountaintops that were abandoned because the Israelites, there will be desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation, and you have failed to remember the rock of your strength. Therefore you will plant beautiful plants, 
and set out cuttings from exotic vines. On that day that you plant, on the day that you plant, you will help them to grow. And in the morning, you will help your seed to sprout. But the harvest will vanish on the day of disease and incurable pain. When we when we read this text, what we're gonna what we see here is as God looks to these people. The thing that I can kind of wrap my mind around it today would be that they lived in the glory days. They lived off their father's faith. They lived off their grandfather's faith. They lived off the generations that come before them, their faith, rather than making it their own. And we see as we always can look back at the history of of the nation of Israel, and we see that's what would happen. We see this very cyclical nature of the nation of Israel would come into to love the Lord their God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then about a nation would pass and they would begin to wane and they would build altars. Other gods would captivate them. Other nations would, would, would get them. They would intermarry and it would pull their hearts away from God and they would begin to sin. And then either a judge, a prophet, or a king would come forth and bring their hearts and proclaim the gospel. Usually it was the finding of the law somewhere and somebody would read it. They would bring their hearts back to God and then a generation would love the Lord their God and then they would begin to fall after that generation. And Isaiah writes this. He's saying that that's what's happened here. That's what's going to happen to you, nation of Israel. You're going to relive what's happened in the past. The past is going to become the present and the future. That You're going to fall away from your faith. And you're going to try to live off the fruit of people of previous generations, prior generations, rather than your life today. You see, they knew intellectually about God. But they didn't have that personal relationship, that personal desire for him. So where do we see Jesus at in this? We can go in a lot of different directions with this. But one of the things that I see recounting the New Testament, Jesus' teaching, in the book of Matthew in the 23rd chapter, we're going to see this teaching that Jesus has of woe to these scribes and Pharisees. He's going to say seven different times in chapter 23, woe to you scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. He's even going to say in verses 2 through 3, he says, Therefore, do, do whatever they tell you and observe it, but don't do what they do because they don't practice what they teach. These people, they, their teachings are correct. Yeah, if they tell you to do something, do it because their teachings are correct. But they themselves don't believe it. I remember growing up, I would hear this statement. Do as I say, not as I, you've already probably filled it in, not as I do. That is such a hypocritical way to parent, such a hypocritical way to lead, hypocritical way to love. Hey, do as I say, but not as I do. I've even heard it quoted before that uh, your beliefs aren't what you think, but it's what you do. That's what you really believe about. He continues Jesus in verses 25 through 26, and he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are all full of greed and self-indulgence, blind Pharisees. First clean the inside of the cup so that the outside of it may also become clean. The nation of Israel, as Isaiah writes this here in chapter 17, is not to live off a prior generation. Don't live off just the intellect, but have that personal relationship with Jesus. You can look one way on the outside, but be completely different because of the core of who you are. And Jesus has to completely transform us and change us from the inside out. Not from the outside in, but the inside out. So today, as you live for Jesus, live for Jesus from the inside out. Don't change your behaviors. Love Jesus with your heart and allow him to change your behaviors. For a deeper dive, once again, through the book of Isaiah, feel free to scroll down to the bottom of our show notes where you'll see links to 
each of these chapters as Pastor Kevin took us through the book of Isaiah this past year in our online Bible study. We'll hope to see you again tomorrow as we continue in day five, looking at Isaiah 19 through 21.